0: The Blood of Olympus, Chapter 21, Raina. At least they didn't end up on another cruise ship. The jump from Portugal had landed them in the middle of the Atlantic, where Raina had spent her whole day on the lion's of, of the Azores.
1: Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return
0: to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted.
2: Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. That you said shooting like shooting?
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to. Uh,
2: I know, but it was funny because she's just shooting little, little kids.
0: Shooting little kids.
2: Ava, Neve, how are we this week?
1: Pretty good. I'm doing okay. I got a, a nice chai, um, and I'm currently—I don't know—I I have like there's like an application that I'm working on due tomorrow, and it's stressing me out so bad, but. It is due tomorrow, so I'll be done so soon. Um, But other than that, I'm chilling. yeah. How about you, Neef? I'm
0: good. About to take a bite of her wrap. About to take a bite of my wrap, but I didn't. I (laughs) saved it. Um, I'm doing good. It's tech. I'm a little tired. Um, Really bad allergy morning. I'm like still recovering. I woke up with the itchiest eyes, (laughs) just the itchiest. And, uh, kind of a stuffy nose, but then I, cause I, I break on that flow days for one goddamn day and the pollen comes at me. Uh, but I'm feeling a lot better. So that's good. How are you, Brandon?
2: I'm good. I'm, uh, really excited in anticipation of, uh, having uh, an evening alone in my house. (laughs) Um, because all of my (laughs) roommates, all of my roommates (laughs) are in tech for a show that they're working on. This week or in class. Yeah. Um, so I will be alone. I'm gonna watch so many episodes of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, and that's probably it.
1: Well, I'm coming home at 10, so don't get it twisted.
2: Well, Why? that is still good for hours.
0: Okay. <laughs> so interesting that you
2: find the Mormons more interesting. I... When I tell you these women are crazy.
0: uh, (laughs) I believe it. They're They're
2: also not all Mormons.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Um, which just makes it interesting. It's actually a lot about religion. (laughs) In a way, that's pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, I could talk about it for hours, but you don't know anything, any of the context, so it's probably not helpful. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah. Anyways, welcome back to Return to Camp Half Blood. Uh, happy day after Valentine's Day mm-hmm. for you. Actual Valentine's Day for us. Yay! Um, to all of our Ooh. valentines, which are the listeners. Aww. Because we don't have any others.
0: <laughs> Why? What the fuck? Would <laughs> all right? <laughs> Exposing <Really? laughs> us there.
2: Maybe we have valentines. Maybe we don't. How's that?
1: Yeah, we're chilling.
2: We're (laughs) chillin'. For sure.
0: Your hair is so appropriate for this day now, right?
2: Oh yeah, I do also have pink hair currently. Yeah,
0: Um, prayed and unlocked.
2: Prayed and unlocked. Um, This week we'll be discussing chapters 21 through 24 of The Blood of Olympus uh, through the theme of Experience. These are some Queen Reina chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: another queen also comes back, but we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
1: Clash of the time. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, it is my turn to summarize. Yes. So, who would like to tie me?
1: Neve really fan. wants to, as always.
0: <laughs> Go.
2: Um, all right, so. She's shooing things off the Athena Parthenos, then bam, they're in San Juan. Uh, the Athena Parthenos has a little tiki, tiki drink in her hands. Um, and then uh, Reyna, kidnapped. Um, kidnapped by who? Talia. Incredible. Talia and the Hunters of Artemis are working with uh, Reyna's sister, uh, whose name I'm blanking on now, probably Hilla. Um, and then um, they're in an Amazon warehouse. Um, and they're working together, um, even though they have different feelings on men. Orion is hunting them. It's a trap for Orion, um, but actually it's a trap for them. Orion kills them all in a gruesome, uh, chapter, and then they're in their old house, and in their old house there's some ghosts. We don't really understand what's going on there. Um... <laughs>
0: the bells are so The bells are so funny. I love them so much. Here's your phone back. Thank you. Do you want to finish your thought? Um...
2: And they escape from Orion is pretty much the end. Oh, yes. and Orion is terrible.
0: Literally so bad.
2: Uh, but yeah, I think I did pretty good.
0: Yeah, the, there was it.
2: so much happening in these chapters.
0: Yes, oh my god.
2: And I realized I took about 30 seconds of my time to explain the, the tiki drink moment.
0: It was an important inclusion, though. I liked yeah. that it was the one thing that like really just got through immediately. It yeah. really
2: stood out to me. Yeah. Because... That image is incredible.
0: I agree. So silly. I so
1: agree.
2: Um, what songs did we bring?
1: Okay. So, this one's really sad. (sighs) But I brought, um, Green Eyes by Joseph. Um, because I know at one point there's some discussion, unless I'm like horribly wrong. But I feel like at some point I remember people talking about Reyna having green eyes.
2: I, frankly, could not tell you. Okay, sure. well, I hope... I I'm, couldn't tell you what color eyes you have.
1: That's cool. Um, but <laughs> I I hope I'm... I hope I'm right. Um, because this is basically... To me, I imagine the song as being from Hilla to Raina. Being like... Um, so, some of the lyrics are... I can give you space if you need it. You can walk away. I'm not leaving. There's pride in my mouth. I got used to the taste. But I'll swallow it now and I'll be the first to say... Those green eyes are my green light giving up on control... Um, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, there's a lot of content about their like slightly strained, but like still powerful, like sibling relationship. And so, yeah, that's just kind of the basis for my song choice.
2: She does in fact have brown eyes, but
1: All right, well, uh, well,
2: the sentiment is still there. Yeah.
1: yeah. To me, it, they, they just feel green to
2: me. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my song is Phantom by Rina Sawayama off her album hold the girl because it is a album about um your relationship with your inner child Mm. um and i think (laughs) reyna really struggles with her relationship with her inner child um and the lyrics of the song are basically talking about how um like your inner inner child is your phantom um in a conversation with your inner child um and about, like, dying to be loved, dying to be real. Um, and that feels almost spot-on for uh, Raina's wants and needs. And uh, as she has a homecoming moment in this, um, what's kind of on her mind in these chapters is her relationship with her sister, her relationship with her father, her le- relationship with her hometown. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, T.
0: My, My song is also very much on this theme. Um, it's called Deep End by Holly Humberstone. Oh, she's um, good. Such a good pop girly. Love her. She's good. Um, and I'm off the deep
2: end. <laughs> watch as I dive in. Can I ever meet the girl?
0: So <laughs> it's not that song. <laughs> she uh, wrote it for her little sister, which I also was like this makes sense but I also felt like I saw it in like a bunch of different relationships that Reyna has throughout um these chapters and the beginning lyrics are throw me in the deep end I'm ready now to swim the air in my lungs may not last very long but I'm in and I felt like damn yeah
1: that's, <laughs> like, that's also about like I feel like all of the huntresses
0: who hashtag
2: hashtag kick die the bucket. Yeah. oh hashtag, hashtag, the bu- hashtag kick I do like kick the hashtag
0: kick the bucket, the bucket. Oh, yeah yeah It's a great song for, like, a lot of people in these books. But I also, I just thought with, like, Marina's whole homecoming moment, these chapters, I was like, this is the right one to use it for. Because I've been waiting to, like, throw this into a a playlist, but I wasn't sure which one. But this Mm -hmm. one, this one's it.
2: What were our favorite moments of these chapters?
1: For me, all of them because <laughs> I love my girl, my favorite character, Reina. Um, always, so any chapter that she's narrating is my favorite. But also specifically, I love the little collabs going on. Um, they name drop Zoe Nightshade, and I nearly threw up. Not actually, but like <laughs> I was like sitting in like an academic building, like after a class, like reading this book. Um, like on the PDF and I saw her name and it was like highlighted in blue. It was so drama. Um, but I was like, you've gotta be kidding. Like, I was so happy to see her name. But also her uh Raina's little collab with Talia was so fun and cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, even my favorite characters, like me. I love me. to see it. I was um, so excited. It was so slight. Um, yeah, I also love the minimal Coach Hedge content that we got because he was extra funny, in my opinion.
2: Yes, he was He was doing some fantastic work he in was these chapters. about a thousand. Um, I did get to that Zoe Nightshade part, and I went, Ava just shitted herself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I was like, oh my God. I can't, wait. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this later. <laughs>
2: um, and I'm also certain you're going to give an offering for her. Um,
1: I don't know which one I'm going to give an offering for. <laughs>
2: um, I just loved all of the positive misandry
1: yes Absolutely. they were like they were like no like men aren't dogs but they are subservient and I was like we <laughs> it was so slow
2: it was also just like interesting to like see the Amazons and Hunters as a dichotomy and yeah. like the, the, each of their relationships to men and to womanhood um I just threw a real interesting exploration of gender in these chapters that yeah. was really compelling yeah And I just loved all of that. I think we'll probably get into that more with the the theme. Um, But I love that. And I love the Coach Hedge moments. And there was something real heartwarming about the moment at the end. like, Coach Hedge... It was just kind of crazy to watch... One of the more serious chapters in these books is the way Orion slaughters them. I know. In a really, like... Honestly, fantastic, really written action scene. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it
0: really relevant. all of this, like all of these chapters were just so like heartbreakingly beautifully written. Yeah,
1: yeah. They were really well done. It was like
2: a rare chance where there's an action scene and I feel actual threat.
0: Yeah.
1: No, literally. Yeah. And like the pace at which the hunters died
2: was swift.
1: Was so swift. And it was so realistic and like very like I don't know, I thought it was so well done because Rick gave us a second to process the humanity of the hunters and, like, how long they have lived and, like, how long they've been fighting for like, a particular cause and then, like, kills them with no, like, looking back. Yeah. Like, that's so oh, real in terms R. R. of media. Phoebe.
0: I know! Aww. I also was lured into a false sense of, not security, because I knew that this was gonna, like, but, like, I don't know why, when they were in a warehouse, I was like, silly! <laughs> I just thought it was like a silly location, and I was like, oh my god, we're gonna get trapped! And like, like it just... I was not... It really came out of, like, surprise, at least for me, that this was, like, so brutal. There
2: was a massacre. Yeah. And it's like, it's rare that Rick lets us feel those kind of stakes,
0: which is... We're in the young adult it's section. Un- it's
2: understanding... It's certainly young adult. It's understandable based on the grade of these books, but... At the same time, when, like, reading it from from an adult perspective, it is, like, these kids are at war for years. Yeah. And, like, there are deaths, but every death is meaningful. Yeah. um, And that's not super realistic to war. Right. Um, And so we rarely get, like, meaningless. Like, literally, like, all death is, like... Right. meaningful, impactful, but, like, yeah. meaningless to the narrative. Like, there's no impact in a lot of these individual deaths. They're just, like, a bunch of people die. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. we don't often get those stakes. Um... We sometimes get, like, it with monsters.
1: Yeah. But... But we haven't, especially with, like, hunters, we haven't gotten it yet.
2: It's also, like, across this whole series, we've really hammered home how powerful the hunters are. Mm-hmm. The hunters, like have a run in with the Titans and like Artemis gets captured and whatever, but they, they do succeed. Oh yeah. And like, oh, yeah. they succeed kind of easily. They would have succeeded easily if they were all allowed to go, but right. they're just like, only some of you can go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's what, yeah. <laughs> what, that's what held them back. Yeah. Um. But so we've been taught that like these are the best fighters yeah. in this universe.
1: Yeah.
2: Dead.
0: Yeah. Also the idea of like, Like, there were lines in it where it was, like... Like, the the eyes that saw thousands of years have now sit there lifeless. I was like...
2: That was so (laughs) fucking dark. Literally
0: one sentence, but, like, literally had me thinking for, like, 20 minutes just sitting there like, wow.
2: Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) please.
1: No, so true. I also... I mean, this is taking a slightly sharp turn. Um... But I thought it was so... Rick did such a good job of setting up the scene in the warehouse, like, approaching and meeting Hilla. Like, Reyna walked in. He set the scene. Two words. Mob boss. She gave mob boss. (laughs) And I was so so into it. Like, I saw her, like, sitting... On like a throne... okay, no, like th- I had a full image in my head. I was like, <laughs> she was like, she has a throne of like of like Amazon boxes like piled up really high and she's like sitting in it, legs crossed, dressed in all black sunglasses. She like like pulls her sunglasses up onto her forehead and is like, oh, my sister. Like, I don't know. Like so epic. Like it's, I oh he did chap- such a good That job. is a great
2: word for these chapters, are like epic. It's yeah, like, oh yeah. wow, I'm feeling yeah. the um the whole grandiosity of this war. Yeah. And like I'm it's really being internalized for the first time and I like that the whole point of these chapters is like so if you're all gonna fight each other we're gonna actually fight the real war that's going on Mm -hmm. and like it falls on us to do um and that was really interesting just to see that perspective but then also the like that there's still a personal like stake in it like Mm -hmm. that the Amazons, like, well, obviously they want to kill Orion because Orion's a dick and <laughs> a threat to them, it is, like, more than he's a threat, it's personal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're like, well, we're trying to rule the world uh, through shipping. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're going to take some time out just to kill this guy and take this—they're making opportunity— out of a war, and that's really realistic for a big corporation to be mm-hmm. doing. And like, well, the Am the Amazons are such an interesting
0: character. Their like, role they in are, this is so wild, like in an, in a good way. Yeah, but yeah. it also like I feel like in the episodes past, we've been talking about like the the war against Gia is something that has like just looming like looming stakes that don't really exist. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, this might ha- I don't know, but we need to get this statue back so we can stop her but we don't really know, like, what the <laughs> what's gonna happen and these chapters, like, gave us a glimpse of like, what actually could happen if these people end up victorious, which I think like, we haven't gotten, like, a true heavy view with those stakes before.
2: Yeah. It is like, because by nature, the threat in this is apocalyptic, and uh, yeah, it's I hard know. to conceive the end totally. of the world in like a broad context. You're like, it's hard to perceive what not existing means,
0: yeah, in a
2: real existential way. Damn. Um, and so that's Sticks that's m
0: on, on a Tuesday getting to get into these places. Uh.
2: But that's kind of why that's kind of the issue with Gia as a threat is it kind yeah. of feels un, intangible at times. Mm -hmm. But that's also why I think if this is supposed to be about global warming, which is the only answer, it literally (laughs) can't be about anything else, even though it doesn't really have anything to say about global warming. Well, actually, no, it does. And I'm going to backtrack. And I actually, it hit me in this moment. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: This, I think it is about how global warming is a bipartisan issue.
1: Elaborate? No, 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 no. <laughs> they're making
2: sense. <laughs> wait, it finally hit me. Because the Romans and the Greeks are fighting right. over things that don't matter at all. hmm While Gia looms as a threat. And unless they work together, they're never gonna stop Gia. Gia, who is what? The earth global warming okay. it is the democrats and the republicans must work together I,
1: I, okay yeah, and then
2: also, like the and then the hunters and the amazons are like well the amazons yeah. kind of represent corporations taking advantage of a climate crisis yeah and then the hunters are like just like climate activists
0: yeah They're we're like, like, I was like well it's like while
2: you are all fighting the green we're party at, we're actually gonna work
0: yeah, yeah. the green party
1: okay I understand because I, I was like it's definitely about bipartisanship but, but global what? no but no she is the earth moments. so true the Romans
2: are probably the Unfortunately, so I, I didn't really feel that unfortunately till this book
0: because
2: mm-hmm. it's not uh, it's not as clear it,
0: as yeah, as the conceptual. like
2: socialist um, agenda of <laughs> the <laughs> the first, the, um, the first book. Yeah. Um,
0: well, they don't I don't have even know if I would fighting. call the first
2: book like socialist. It's more like yeah. minority capitalist, um, mm. but.
0: Cause they there's just like the knowledge that the Greeks and Romans hate each other, and it's not until this book where they're actually like fighting, you know. And now, yeah, yeah. it's not just like (laughs) oh, they don't like each other. (laughs) Like now they're like actually, you know, preoccupied with something else while this is all happening. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's like I, you know, what I found meaning.
0: Use it. I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense. Yeah.
2: All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back to talk about the theme of experience. All right, experience. I think the what the book is really about is while the Democrats and Republicans are fighting, the world is really giving us seasonal allergies, and that's the real problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because all of your hosts' eyes are so itchy right now, you guys.
2: <laughs> During our, uh, the break, we were having, had a brief conversation about how, uh, because of global warming, uh, it's fucking 60 in February, and... The pollen is coming back early. And so we and all need I to was t-
0: not ready for it.
2: And so we all need to take our allergy medicine. So this is a reminder. Just start taking your allergy medicine now. It takes like 30 days to actually like get in your system and really work. 30? I,
0: I think
2: it's five. just I thought it, it was it's, like two weeks. It is, yes, it, it is like two weeks. It's like, it's a long time. It's more than a couple days. I thought it was like five days. No, it it's, might it's, also, it's, a, it's
1: <laughs> a bit. Well, it might also <laughs> differ based on what meds you take. That's true. Because I know for mine, it's like... Any Zizol takers out there, I think Be it wise takes like a cri- <laughs> please. Choose I think Zizol. it does take like a crisp like week and a half. Yeah.
2: Most allergy medicine like takes a while to actually get in your system and really start working. So take it now. Zay. It's not a thing you can take it that day and will help you. Mm-hmm. I always make that mistake. Every no, season. And my eyes don't stop itching until Really ever, because I'm so bad at taking it consistently.
0: <laughs> I just kind of take it all year, but then this year I was, when it started, I don't know why in the, like, January I was like, I'll be fine. Yeah, me too. And now...
2: paying f- the consequences.
0: Slonase helps in the immediate a little bit. That's yeah, true. I do have true. my uh, I also have like-
2: emergency nose spray. I have, like, medicated say- have, <laughs> <for> Whatever the <laughs> prescription nose spray.
1: Yeah. I have that and saline. And then... Eye drops. Oh my God, we're literally well, Percy Jackson. Well, no, but here's the thing. Before that, um, <laughs> I also think we don't. Okay, we don't have to worry that much about global warming because the ozone hole is fixing. The hole in the ozone is fixing itself. That's just a positive. Well, I'm sorry, I'm an optimist. I, I I need I need a little bit of yay. I
0: have seen that though. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that is good.
1: There's still also, for concern There's still <laughs> for concern Yes. I just needed a little a little bit of yay.
2: Yes. Yeah. To be clear, that was not Ava denying climate change. No, no, no. It was oh saying, my god. There are some like
1: there there are some pluses too going we're, on. Right
2: we're now. we're not we're not doomed. No, but we do have to work together, like the Greek and Romans. Experience, yes. Percy Jackson.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> what what do we have to say about experience?
1: It can be a real bitch sometimes.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, the first place
2: that it takes me is Hilla yeah Raina talking about Hilla was crazy I was like this is the girl boss we deserve a series about yeah yeah. that like things like oh that's that look in her eye that look that made Blackbeard go like oh fuck
0: yeah
1: literally, literally. I was like Blackbeard no she and she oh my god no she's so cool and the way she can like chameleon well also like uh, chameleoning that's a word now to like avoid getting sucked into like any singular experience like what happened to their father yeah
2: it's like be like becoming a chameleon as a form of trauma response yeah is to kind avoid of
1: avoid a certain experience
2: and it's really it is really interesting because i think it is something that a lot of people can relate to as well of like becoming the person that you need to be based on your situation yes. and it's a great skill it's to be that adaptable but it's also like as Reina kind of hints at, it, is sad at the same time mm-hmm. in that, like, if you're so ready to be a blank slate and be whatever you need to be in that moment, what is the real you? Right. It's, like, something that is hard to work on. And, like, I think we start to see the real Hilla, like, beneath the facade. I think, because we're, I think what Rena hints at is that Hilla kind of plays a character. And okay. so, like, that's kind of why they drifted apart. Yeah. Um. But to see that Beneath that, there's this actually not super unhealthy, like, pretty healthy uh, family relationship. Like, they're not, like, the closest or best friends. But, like, not all siblings are, like... Yeah. Talk to each other every day. Like, best friends always need each other. If you are someone who lives... Like, from the experience of, like, living far apart from my siblings, I, like talking to them like trying to talk to them as much as you can and like when you see each other trying to pick up where things left off is like something to strive for because not because distance is hard to get across in any relationship Mm -hmm. including family relationships Mm -hmm. but like some people are really bad like some people like I have family members that just like Never talk to each other. and don't really have relationships with one another, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see that. Like, while they don't talk all the time because it's logistically hard for them, based on all they're doing, like one of them Their is ru- sisters, running. So a, yeah, one of them smart. is running a uh, shipping empire. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the other <laughs> Girl is boss. is a general of a Roman legion.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, what a It's
2: like they don't necessarily have all the time to make for each other, but, like, the way that they interact, I think, is actually really nice and the way that they still have respect for each other and a relationship, even though it's not perfect. And
1: they're proud of each other. Yes. That really just... I was like, oh, how sweet.
2: And, like, and it's also kind of nice that it's kind of a recent development post, like, Son of Neptune is, like, that is, like, the reality of, like, family relationships is they sometimes... Drift, you drift apart and closer yeah. back together with family members based on like proximity and time of life but like to yeah. know that they will always be there to go back to eventually like I think there's a point where Raina's like oh she she's telling me to run in the same way she told me to run this house the, from this house the first time yeah. and it was like that nice that like no matter what your sibling will always be your first best friend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> me crying that's so sweet that is really sweet no it's
2: like I know no matter like where I am or what I do I can always go home to my brothers if I need them and, like, <laughs> so nice
0: I'm gonna call my sister after this <laughs> yeah. no she's not she's, so, she's so smart she doesn't have time but I will call her tomorrow <laughs> but yeah
2: and even if they've experienced crazy things together like being pirates and the magic priestesses and (laughs) uh, growing up in a house of ghosts
0: yeah I don't know why the lines about the house of ghosts were just like so felt like poetry I can't explain it it. I've been trying to find some they were
2: written so well it's like terrifying yeah haunting of hill house
0: I still haven't seen that
2: like it's just like it's like funny that like randomly, Reyna, all, like, all, after all of that backstory, also had like a weird gothic horror childhood.
0: Yeah. Literally. This line, I'm leaving, Hilla said, your friends are a few blocks away. Are you coming with me or should I tell them you died because you got lost in the past? Are I you joking? Know. I was like, oh my god, this is like a poem. But they're like living a very real and urgent issue. <laughs> it's yeah. so fascinating. I
2: and mean, that's something else to say about experience. It's like, Hilla and Raina have both been through so much. Yeah,
0: they
2: they have a, they have a great resume.
0: Yeah, they. Have. Uh, <laughs> I suppose they you could look at they're like
2: magic priestess, check. Check. Pirate, check. check. Uh, shipping empire, Amazon, check. check. Uh, yeah. Roman soldier, check. Raised by wolves, check. check. Gothic creepy child, probably check. check. Like. <laughs> They, oh
0: yeah!
2: <laughs> incredible resume, and but they like also don't let their experiences define them. No, they, they don't. That's the thing about experience is like some people get caught up in becoming what they've experienced, mm. um, instead of letting things happen to them. Like, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. And I think they use what's happened to them to grow and change and become something, but they don't. Reyna actually is pretty good at not getting caught up in, in the past.
1: hmm I agree with that.
2: Should we talk about Orion?
1: Fuck. Asshole. Asshole.
2: Terrible. But great design.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, what, like, interest, oh, yeah. like, really interesting, like, that he is, like, kind of a robotic. Oh, like, yeah. he's almost, like, the Terminator.
1: He is, yeah.
0: He is, like, the Terminator.
1: Really cool. Yeah, no, there were so many Artemis-specific illusions in this chapter. And obviously Orion was the biggest, but I thought it was super cool that, like, the unfolding tent was, like, the code was Action. Um Yes. Which was so funky. Um, so smart. And I also just, I am upset, obs- I mean, this, is, this isn't necessarily an Artemis-related illusion, but I was obsessed with, like, Aurum and Argentum, because I forgot that those were her dog's names, and I was like, "Oh, LOL, um, yeah, no, but it, th- these chapters were like full to the brim with like, put this info together and see what you get and it's it was cool. It made it like very rich to read, I think
2: yes, there were there was a lot of detail, a lot yeah. of thought put into these chapters, and especially in the way that Rick reminds us that <laughs> I don't know if this is the stance that we're about to take on this podcast. Rick, but this is what I'm seeing Rick say is that it's okay to be a misandrist is what Rick seems to be saying in that, like, he's reminding us why the Amazons are coming from where they're coming from, why the Hunters are coming from, because we don't see, we don't have characters like Orion in these books. Yeah. Because it is a bad... Template for men, and it's like you—it's hard to write a reoccurring characters that are just awful, and yeah. like you don't want yeah. them. And the vi- and all the villains in this are like metaphors, and
0: yeah. we we have a lot.
2: There's a lot of passive misogyny,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: but we don't see a lot of characters in almost any literature with this kind of active misogyny. Yeah, and yet we see so many men in real life like this. And so it's helpful as a reminder to be like, hey, the Amazons, the Hunters, yes, they hate men. And with good reason. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And I also feel like when, at least when the Hunters were first, like introduced into the original series, I don't think Rick ever framed them as ridiculous because they were always understood as a like, like force to be reckoned with. Yeah. But like, Especially because it was Percy narrating. Like, when you think about when Annabeth was, like, thinking about joining them, he was like, what? Why would... you? Like, why yeah. would you do that? Like, there was just, like, in, in inherent things to get, like, Annabeth to not join them that, like, you had to... Their decision in terms of misandry was, like, looked at as a little bit ridiculous in the original series. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that, like, totally turned on its head in these chapters.
2: It yeah. is, like... And especially the topics of, like, oh, he just, like, once in a while comes out and just hunts them and kills them for fun um, is really the closest, I think, the series... Well, not the closest, because this is what who Gabe was, but one of the the rarer moments in the series where, like, violence against women is specifically handled. Yeah. um,
0: Yeah.
2: And using Orion as a reminder of, like, this is why safe spaces for women are important. This is why... I mean, honestly, broadly, in every minority or marginalized identity, having a exclusive spaces are important because there are people out there, not only who want to harm you, but are highly capable of harming you. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's yeah. the real, real fear of Orion, is, like, not that he... he is so good at hunting, not that he can kill you really well, it's that he can, and he really just wants to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, like, kind of tying it back to the theme, he is a person, totally contrasting from Reyna, um, who, or a person, god, deity, whatever, who cares, um, who is defined, and whose actions are motivated by his experiences. Um, and they're kind of motivated by such an inaccurate and inappropriate reframing of his experiences, yeah. too. Um, and it's kind of scary how, even though his perception, quote unquote, is not fair, um, it's kind of it's a scary reminder that like perceptions like those can be legitimized by what the perceiver does about it.
2: Yeah, I mean that's it happens in real life all the time. Yeah, like men warp their uh, the situations they have with women. It's it's that thing of like, oh, you're so hot. Oh, I'll you like trying to get women to sleep with them. Yeah, they're like no, and it's like okay, you're ugly. Yeah, you're, and then start saying like words that I won't <laughs> say. Yeah. But like it's like it's that type of man who like will flip so quick from being. Like in love and hitting up—it's it. very incel. He's an incel.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally.
2: Any more more thoughts on experience on these topics, or should we move to
1: test moments? I'm excited to see
0: my test moment. <laughs> All right, <laughs> go for it, quick.
1: Well, okay, my test moment—I thought it was great. Where Raina introduced the place, she's like, "This is Barakina." What kind of bear? Hedge opened a jar of maraschino cherries and chugged them down. (laughs) He just demolishes, like, sure, the bear thing is, like, a pun, but, like, my thing is, like, he just demolishes an entire jar of maraschino cherries.
2: It is, like, that's so gross.
1: That's disgusting. And also, like, the description of, like, chugging them. I was like, so you're not chewing at all, King? Like, what?
2: (laughs) Yeah, swallowed them
1: fucking
0: whole.
1: It just gave me such a disturbing image that I really had to share. Um, It was also hilarious. His antics are A1 in these chapters. No,
2: he was fantastic. (laughs) No notes for Gleason Hedge.
0: Mm -mm. His usual unhinged self. Alright, mine was the note that (laughs) Talia (laughs) left them. I loved the note. Just of like... I owe you one Roman Brady. <laughs> she will be returned safely. Sit tight. Otherwise, I'll be killed. XLX. <laughs> the hunters of Artemis. Yeah. No second O. <laughs> Just I kind of like XOX. Yeah, I liked it. It felt more powerful. Yeah.
2: Come on. beep Let's go I
0: want
2: to with the rest. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X. That's um, exactly what Rick was thinking when he wrote that one. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Bella Thorne wrote this a book. <laughs> wow. not, not all of these books. Just oh, this just one. Oh, just
0: this one? Oh, okay. Um, the concluding of the series. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, Bologna Thorne. My favorite moment was besides the tiki drink moment, mm-hmm. um, which just when, when I can't find it. Um, my PDF is not loading correctly. But uh, when Coach Hedge is, like, making the drinks behind the bar, Uh and he's like, here is my drink. I call it the Hercules. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's just like, well, it's also the – it's that, and then also the moment where he's like, well, if they haven't made a new drink in the past 60 years, I better get on
1: it. (laughs) And then it was, like, the description of Reyna, like – like in a haze, like looking over and seeing Coach had to like squirt a soda water thing in <laughs> his mouth. I was like, please. He provided. He did. Was
0: great.
2: All right, who are our offerings for?
0: I don't know. So I have to give it to Talia. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, fair enough. She's just definitely, I haven't read this book, but she's just definitely not coming back. So, <laughs> like, this is definitely her last. I don't
2: remember. Time. I don't remember. I think they might come back. At the end, to fight. Okay. And I don't remember where though. Like I don't no, remember if they come back yes. to like yeah. to Camp Half Blood or to like
0: yeah meet I'll the Madelabist. Now, but... just in case though.
2: Um, I'm going for Phoebe. Oh.
0: Yeah. R.I.P. Right, Girl. Yeah. yeah. Poor
1: Phoebe.
2: All right, make the decision, Ava.
1: Good lord, I'm trapped between three.
0: Oh well.
2: <laughs> I would say is one of them Zoe. Yeah. This is your only chance.
0: Okay. So, there's
1: Zoe, Reyna, and Hilla. And, You'll like,
2: have more chances for Reyna. I know.
1: Fine. Okay, Hilla was a girl boss. I'll bite the bullet. Half for Zoe, half for Hilla. Slay. I'm sorry, Queen.
2: I thought about giving mine to Hilla, too, but I I had to pour one out for Phoebe. No, yeah, Phoebe. Um,
1: also, like, the fact that, like, that's her name and she's in, like, the art <clears throat>
2: And um, who are we voting off? I, I think it has to be Orion.
1: I was literally I about agree. to say the same thing. He's like, just the
0: worst.
2: There's, like, no way to not. No. Yeah.
0: Truly, like, one of the only villains in the, like, chapters that we're dealing with. And I'm like, no, you, it's not the basic. Like, you actually deserve. You're just a
2: disgusting person. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, you you're not just a villain.
2: There's, like, I mean, I don't know if anyone's watched the uh, animated Harley Quinn series, but, like, there's a joke on one of the characters, um, I can't remember, is, uh, Mastermind is X-Men character, but, um, but basically he's a psychic, but, like, the, he gets canceled for being misogynistic, mm-hmm. and, like, all the other villains can't, they're like, I'm a, I'm a villain, but I'm not a bad guy, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not a misogynist,
0: <laughs> yeah. um,
2: and yeah, Oh. All right, that is all for this week. Join us next week where we'll be discussing
1: Chapters 25 through 28 through the theme of recognition.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. You just got so close to the mic. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) You're really going to know the chapters and the theme for next week. Um, Make sure to follow us on social media, though. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. Good night. Good Good night. night. (laughs) Sorry, I'm stretching.